Wyatt Hunter in the backfield now. Hunter comes in with an impressive 922 yards. Souser handoff to Hunter. He's got it, has more. Wyatt Hunter off to the races. They're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Grinnell. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to podcast number 27 on the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Kind of a slow week coming off a busy football season, so we'll have a little bit of an adjustment to go into our programming for the next couple of weeks until basketball season starts. Hopefully we'll be able to catch a few of the coaches, bring them in here for a question and answer, see how their teams are going. And short side of that, we'll, we'll just kind of go with where the playoff systems are going. We'll review that a little bit and see what our picks are a little bit later in the show. But before we get started, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's in Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit PauliEyesGrinnellIA.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. The Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast is brought to you by Polly Ice Pizza and Grinnell Mutual. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast every week as you do. And All right, let's take a look at what was going on last week in the Grinnell system. The uh, kind of a busy weekend for the cross-country team. They traveled up to Fort Dodge on Friday afternoon, competed on Saturday morning. I have the results here. Uh, overall, the boys team finished out number 15 in the state with individual competitors of Isaac Brandt. Uh, he placed 15th overall. Uh, Robert Groves with a 55th finish. Sergio Perez Valentin, 57th. Caden Christensen, 68. Andrew Cogley, 93rd. Jaron Jordan, 95. And Jonas Connor with a 98. Over on the girls' side, they did quite well. They finished out in the top 10. I guess it is a, a tie for ninth place between Decora and Grinnell with a team score of 240. Overall place finishers were Mary Blanchard with a 7th place finish, Angelie Jones with a 24th, Bridget Blanchard with a 61st, Noel Connor coming in at 68th, Harley. Wood at an 80th finish, Thea Larson 82nd, and Micah Benishore with a 103rd place finish. So taking into consideration all the teams that were there and how many kids were out there running, uh, my hat's off to them. They did very well. It was kind of a little bit of a cooler weekend also. Uh, jumping over to the finish or excuse me, the swimming meet that was held right here in Grinnell. Uh, Grinnell finished sixth place or a tie for sixth place. Uh, Waukee finished the the districts with first place, Cedar Falls, second place, John F. Kennedy High School, third place, Washington with fourth place, Newton with fifth, 
and then Grinnell and Burlington with a tie for six. Individual performers, uh, six new personal records, 24 total time drops, 23 points gain for the divers, medals, and podium trips was the sum of the 2019 regional meet that was held here at Bear Complex. These are all notes from Sarah Smith. <clears throat> she wanted to thank all the Bears and Tiger fans because uh, this is a combination of the BGM Tigers that come into the Grinnell uh, complex this weekend. Some of the, the points out there were Kylie Neighbors uh, with 11 dive, 295.55, a personal record of 15 point gain. Aaron Henshaw with 11 dive of 248.20, a personal record of eight point gain. Uh, in the 200 free, Malin Pavey had a personal record of 226.88 with a five second drop. Sydney Miller in the 50 free with a personal record of 28.74. Ellie Eisen in the 50 free with a personal record of 29.91, a two second drop. And in the 100 FR with a personal record of 110.28 with a one second drop. Maddie Davis in the 100 free with a personal record of 113.41 with a three second drop. Ellie Durr with a 100 back with a personal record of 129.29 with a three second drop and Hannah Gus in the 100 breasts with a personal record of 121.99 with a three second drop. Two of the relays placed six and therefore got podium and received medals. The 200 free relay of 152.87, which is a one second drop of Hannah Gus, Ellie Eisen, Sydney Miller, and Emily Small. In the 400 free relay with a 414.68 with an eight second drop, Belen Pavey, Hannah Gus, Sydney Miller and Emily Small. So that rounds out the weekend tournament. I guess I forgot one Fairfield. They come into eighth place at 66 points after the tie there for sixth place. But that rounds out what happened on the swimming front and on the cross country front. Also the Tiger Paws traveled and competed in a dance team competition at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. The Tiger cheer team placed third in state and fourth in stunt. Uh, so that was a, a nice finish out for the weekend of the Tiger cheer season. And then, of course, they'll go into the uh, upcoming winter season. So that is all we have for the recap this week. Uh, going into sports recap, we'll cover that here in just a minute. Blake's going to give his recap of his losers and winners, and I'll give my recap of my losers and winners, and we'll tie it all together. So we'll get right back to you. Let's hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey there, I'm Joey Polyi, third generation owner of Polyi's in Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans that the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. 
All right. Thank you again to Poly Ice Pizza and Grinnell Mutual. As always, the Grinnell Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast is brought to you by Poly Ice Pizza and Grinnell Mutual. All right, jumping into last week's scores across the 3A playoff bracket. Obviously, uh, we're not going to be talking anything about Grinnell. Grinnell sadly did not make it, as everyone knows. Um, so we're going to uh, talk about, or I'm just going to quickly go over all the playoff bracket stuff that happened in 3A. I'm going to leave 4A behind, uh, 2A, 1A, 8-player in Class A, just because that doesn't really pertain to Grinnell and everything around here. But um, I guess we'll start out with it. It was a rainy, cold night for everybody in the state, so that created some issues. Some of these scores could totally tell that. We'll start with the bracket A, 3-off play, playoff bracket. Solon, number one seed, taking on number 15 seeded Iowa Liberty. This game was closer than expected. 14 to 7 was the final score officially. I checked the score at one point on ScoreStream at, on Friday night, and it said uh, uh, Solon was down 21 to 28. So don't trust ScoreStream unless it's completely correct. That was the completely correct score. 14 to 7. Again, I don't really have stats for many of these games. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say that, uh, uh, you know, Solon was a. Uh, uh, a heavy favorite coming into this game, but Iowa Liberty played him well, and uh, I think Solon's better than that. Uh, but anyway, they sneak away with a win, but the one seed definitely didn't look like the greatest team. Uh, on the bottom of that small bracket, number seven, Pella, defeated number 11, Independence. Uh, for some reason, some people said this was an upset. I don't really see how it was. I mean, I get Independence was a uh, undefeated team, but uh, they didn't look like one. They really hadn't played anyone all season, and Pella made that uh, pretty well known at home. Uh, 24-6 to was the final score. This game was like 9 to nothing for a really long time, and then finally Pella got it figured out. So the Dutch looked good, um, but again, not really the greatest opponent to play. So that sets up a 1-seed 10-0 Solon versus a 7-seed 8-2 Pella this Friday. Uh, in my opinion, it should be an absolutely phenomenal game. I might try to go up to watch it in Solon, depending on the weather. I mean, I, the Pella Dutch, they can beat anybody on a good night. Solon, we, after that opening you know, struggle playoff win, who knows how they're going to come out. Uh, I think Solon could walk away with this one, but do not be surprised if Pella comes away with it. Moving on to bracket number B, started with uh, number two ranked or number two seeded Western Dubuque versus number 13 seeded Washington. The uh, Bobcats took care of the uh, Washington Warriors uh, pretty, pretty handily. Um, or not Washington Warriors. I don't even know what Washington is. Hmm. Well, excuse me there. I don't know what Washington Washington is. Their colors are orange. Someone will correct me on that. But anyway, Western Dubuque defeated Washington 42 to nothing. And Washington's a pretty good football team, so for this to happen, uh, that's kind of a shocker. Yeah, uh, Western Dubuque, early, early favorites based off scoring to uh, win the 3A playoff bracket. So, uh, you know, that's that's just besides the point, but... A good game for Western Dubuque. They got beat last year in the championship game, so they're obviously trying to come back and uh, you know get a little bit of revenge. Uh, they should certainly look good. Again, 42 to 10, they defeated number 13 seed of Washington. On the bottom of the bracket, the big upset of the night, technically, uh, number six Cedar Rapids Xavier versus number nine seed of North Scott. North Scott won nine to three. How about that score for a high school football game? 9-3 was the final score. Your defending 3A champs fall in the first round. Some people could have saw this coming. Cedar Rapids Xavier's only loss to the year on the year was Western Dubuque. And other than that, I mean, they played good opponents, but it really wasn't anything too crazy. But I was definitely surprised by this. I mean, they played Western Dubuque pretty close, and I thought we were going to get a rematch there in the quarterfinals. 
that's not the case. North Scott on the road gets the win on at Cedar Rapids Xavier. So that sets up a in the quarterfinals a two-seeded Western Dubuque who's 10 and 0 and a nine-seeded North Scott who comes in 8 and 2. We move on to this bracket C portion, number 4th seeded Sergeant Bluff Lutton versus number 14th ranked Carlisle. You know coming into the game I actually had Carlisle upsetting Sergeant Bluff Lutton and man could I have not have been more wrong. Sergeant Bluff Lutton with a big win. 48 to 15 over Carlisle. Uh, yeah, Carlisle just didn't show up. And uh, based off that scoring, Sergeant Bluff Lutton looks like a really tough team to beat. Uh, so big win over there for the four-seeded Sergeant Bluff Lutton crew. And on the bottom of the bracket, Norwalk defeated Glenwood 42 to 28. I think Norwalk was down either 21 to nothing or 21 to seven at one point this ball game. Especially in Norwalk, that's pretty rare. But the Warriors came back and took down the 12-seeded Glenwood Rams. And um, sets up a really interesting uh, 4A or 3A playoff bracket quarterfinal in bracket C, uh, almost better than the Solon game. I mean, all of them look really good, but uh, this is an interesting one. You got a fourth-seeded fourth seeded Sergeant Bluff Lutton, 9-1, versus a fifth-seeded Norwalk, 9-1. So that should be a lot of fun to watch. And then finally, we move on to the third or the fourth and final bracket, bracket D at the top. Number three uh, seeded Lewis Central took on number 16 seeded Oskaloosa. If you were a Gurnell fan, that's probably where Gurnell would have been playing. And, you know, quietly, I'm kind of glad Gurnell didn't make it because Lewis Central throttled Oskaloosa 44 to nothing. That doesn't happen a lot. Even Pella couldn't hold Oskaloosa to a non or to a, a zero points. But Lewis Central looked good. Obviously, the biggest statement win, I think, in the playoffs in 3A so far. So that's a big win for Lewis Central. They move on. And on the bottom of that small bracket, it'll be number 8th seeded Harlan took on number 10th seeded Dallas Center Grimes. And Harlan falls short. 9-7, Harlan gets the, or Dallas Center Grimes gets the win on the road. Another low-scoring game. I guess the rain really did hurt these football teams. Uh, you know, Harlan was an 8th seeded team, but they didn't look like an 8th seeded team. I mean, they just weren't, I mean, they, they beat good opponents. Just when I watched them on huddle, it just didn't look like a team that could make a deep run in the playoffs. And no surprise about Dallas Center Grimes. Their only loss is to Pella at the beginning of the season, 14 to nothing. So, I mean, I don't know. My dad has Dallas Center Grimes in the championship game against Pella for his prediction. So, I mean, I, th I called him crazy there to start, but I wouldn't think he's that crazy anymore. So that sets up a three-seeded Lewis Central, 9-1, and one, versus a 10-seeded Dallas Center Grimes. Uh, I think Lewis Central will win it, but do not be surprised if DCG makes a run for it. So that would wrap up the playoff action for this past weekend. Again, let's run through the quick games that are happening this Friday in 3A. Number one, Solon versus number seven, Pella. Number two, Western Dubuque versus number nine, North Scott. Number four, Sergeant Bluff Lutton versus number five, Norwalk. And number three, Lewis Central versus number 10, Dallas Center Grimes. The winner of all those games will move on to the Dome to take on each other. So winner of Solon Pella will take on the winner of Western Dubuque, North Scott. Winner of Sergeant Bluff Lutton, Norwalk will take on Lewis Central or Dallas Center Grimes. So it sets up really good matchups. I would get your tickets to the Dome now no matter what. I want to possibly try to go because I think they're going to be terrific football games all throughout, uh, including 4A, including all the others. Uh, this is going to be a really fun-looking uh, playoff, and uh, I'm really excited for what's to come. Uh, and speaking of what's to come, we have basketball coming up soon. We're looking uh, forward to all that coming up between the boys' basketball team and the girls' basketball team. And uh, all that and more will be coming up here in the next couple of weeks on the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. So there's your quick 3A playoff recap. 
I'll be back next week to tell you all the teams that made it to the Dome and give our final quick predictions for who we think is going to come out on top. Again, thank you to listening. For the 3A playoff recap, we'll go back to my dad. All right. Thanks, Blake, for those picks. Let's get back over to my bracket because I did better picking than what Blake did. Let's take a look here. So in bracket A, the Solon-Iowa City Liberty game, I chose Solon to come out on the top there as they did. Pella Independence, so that was 24-6. Pella took the victory on that, so I was again up on that one. Sergeant Bluff Lutton versus Carlisle. I chose Sergeant Bluff, so there's another one on my bracket. Norwalk over Glenwood, which that game was actually a close game up until halftime, uh, and then Norwalk just kind of took over, so Norwalk with the victory on that one. Um, Epworth Western Dubuque over Washington. Uh, I chose Western Dubuque on that one also. And then uh, the, the loser that I had, uh, Xavier and North Polk, I actually chose I chose Xavier on that one. So I was the, the loser there. And then moving on to um, Lewis Central over Oskaloosa. Uh, they blew them out, handily took care of them, 44 nothing. So Lewis Central moves on. And then last one, Harlan. Um, fell to Dow Center Grimes. Uh, that was a tough battle, actually. Harlan was ahead most of the game till Dow Center Grimes come back, scored touchdown, then uh, came in and got the the extra uh, three points there. So Dow Center Grimes moves on. So that's what our brackets look like. We'll see if we move on, how we move on next week. Uh, just a little recap on what my picks were. I actually had. Uh, Let's see here. I have uh, Pella over top of Solon. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, Pella over Solon. Norwalk over Sergeant Bluff. So that's going to be a tough battle there. Uh, I did choose Western Dubuque over my old pick, Xavier. Uh, however, I still think Western Dubuque's going to roll past that. And then I also chose uh, an upset here in the brackets of Dallas Center Grimes over Lewis Central. We'll see how that rolls out. So leading into the next set of games, we'll see how that all rolls, and we'll compare to Blake's next week and see what's going on. So thanks again for joining in to the the upcoming week predictions and last week's sports cap, and we'll move on to see what's going on for the rest of the week. All right, moving on to this week. The kids are out of school today, so the 5th upcoming week, tomorrow afternoon, the debate team travels to Pella. And then uh, there's also a really cool concert if anyone wants to get out and, and uh, go over to the high school. I know it might be a little bit cooler, but the ISU Statesman, in combination with the Bass Clef Singer concert, is at 7 o'clock at the auditorium at the high school. This was an event that was scheduled for last year. It got snowed out. Roger Henderson put in for a grant to bring these uh, gentlemen in, and it's it's supposed to be an incredible concert. I have it. It's on my list to go over tomorrow night and take a listen to them. So I encourage you to fill that auditorium up. You're going to listen to Grinnell's uh, finest high school students on the men's side, and then you're also going to be listening to the ISU Statesman Choir, which from what I've heard is just phenomenal. So I really encourage you to... Uh, get out, go over and support the fine arts. Uh, Blake's always been a a strong part of that the last four four years while he was in high school. And I just 
strongly encourage you to support all aspects of what the Grinnell High School has out there, along with their fine arts or arts and all of the sporting events. Also, for uh, kids that in the Thespian Festival, is, that's this weekend at the University of Northern Iowa. They'll leave on Friday. Uh, they'll do activities up there. Sometimes they perform. They have a little uh, small group uh, learning sessions that go on through there, and then they'll return on the night. So that is, as I said, a, a short week going on in Grinnell Activities. Um, thank you for joining in. Thank you for joining in, Blake. We will be back to you next week. Hopefully, like I said, we'll try to sit down with some of the coaches of the winter sports, get a feel of what's coming at us on the basketball courts, and I'd even like to get over there and talk to Chad Beck and see what's going on on the wrestling front too. So for us at the Tiger Sports Livestream Network, thank you for joining in and have a great week. Sauser, hand off to Wyatt Hunter. He is gonna have the first down and more. Wyatt Hunter, foot race. And he is going to be driven down to the ground. It's a first down and more. And do you say one of the biggest plays of the night? They might be thinking it here. Obviously, you have to put out your back. Salzer, though, hand off to White Hunter again. White Hunter with the block. He is not going to be touched. Touchdown, Grinnell. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream. Any use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.